Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. It's your go-to girls, Lauren and Jill. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is February 2022. And we're excited. Oh. It's the month of love. You know what I need to ask you about? What? How do you feel about Valentine's Day? I... As a single, la- as a single lady. I actually controversially love Valentine's Day. Wow. Even as a single lady. I send handwritten cards <laughs> to my nieces, my nephews with stickers. I send Valentine's Day cards to all my gal pals. And... I wish a happy Valentine's Day to everyone in love. I I love love. I think that's great. So you like embrace Valentine's Day. I love Galentine's and Valentine's. I truly do because honestly, I don't get on it. You know what it probably is? I've been single for so long. I don't get butthurt about it. Like I don't. Right. You're like, whatever. It's I, not, I, yeah. I don't think it represents my life's worth or like okay. my identity. Like, like if you're oh, home, sad. if you're home on when's Valentine's Day? Is it Sunday this year? Great question. All I know is it's the 14th. <laughs> oh, please. February 14th a, is a Monday. Oh, Monday. What are you doing on a Monday? I mean, exactly. Watching Below doing? Deck. Yeah. Like, come on. All right. So you're good about, you're all good about Valentine's Day. Honestly, I was, I I was a little worried about you. I was like, are you like, did you get, do you get no, sad? No, I really don't. I just, I'm, I'm finding doing the linkage. I just get sad like the first day of my period for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I feel like life's over and then I'm great. And then you're good. So you can handle, you can handle Valentine's Day. Oh, easy. You can handle the shit. But I also, Lauren, have not had a real, like I've had fake boyfriends where I'm like, oh, they're my boyfriend, but they're not. Yeah. Okay. It's a real relationship, but do I know it's going to last? Absolutely. I know it's not going to last. Like I haven't been in a real relationship where I was like, oh, I actually am really into this person in a long time. So I don't, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's a problem for my therapist. Maybe that's a con- maybe that's something to add to your list to talk about this week. Right I guess what I'm trying to say is I was never like, here are your chocolates, lover. Here are your roses. Yeah, same. I was yeah, yeah, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool, it's me again. Bye. Yeah. Okay. You're you're okay. <laughs> I'll survive. Yes. All right, good. I'm but I really do like it. What I do love you and the- Jared do? I don't know. Like, I do want flowers. Well, they're always nice to get. I do like flowers. Yeah. Um, they don't need to be on the exact date, but I do like getting them for like, I'm a flower girl. I love flowers. I always have flowers in my house, big on the flowers. Same. So like, I, it's, it just brightens up the room, but you know what? I really get pumped out. Those fucking sweetheart candies. The, what do you call the uh, little, the ones that come in a box? Yeah. They're like the different colors. Um, like the little candy hearts, candy hearts. Oh, I'm so into them. Candy hearts. Well, you like candy corn. Mm, the yellow occasionally. Yeah. So like you like the Halloween, you like like the holiday candies. I do. I get into it. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we'll do, so usually we do sushi, like take out sushi. Okay. Cause Good we've been doing it since college. Our first Valentine's that we had together, Jer bought over sushi for me and my two, me and my three roommates because they didn't have Valentine's day dates. Oh, that's nice. So we've kept the sushi tradition alive where we always do sushi on Valentine's day, but I can't eat sushi this year. I guess I can have some cooked. That's right. What are you not allowed to have? Just uncooked anything? Deli meats. Can't have a deli meat. Yeah. Can't have like a potato salad or an egg salad. Yeah, well, gross. Yeah, you can't touch those. No thanks. Um, can't have hot dogs. 
Even like a stadium dog? I think if they're like cooked, you should be fine. Yeah. I don't really do the hot dog thing, but like some people are like, no, you can't have hot dogs. Obviously can't have alcohol. That's a no-no. That's, can't do drugs. Are you, I mean, I know you're growing um, a body inside you. Do I miss do, it? Do you miss alcohol at all? No, not yet. Do you think because it's because you've been sick or you're just like, eh, I'm not focused on that? Um, no, just not. I just haven't like, I haven't been like, damn, I really want a, like a spicy mark. Mm-mm. No, I haven't. Um, Wait, where was it? When we were in Arizona in Scottsdale, yeah. I wanted to brunch. There was one day where I was like, because um, the girls were having mimosas and I was like, damn, I would love to go ham at brunch, like bunch of mimosas. A nice brunch. Don't you get, feel goose? Have my goose loose in the afternoon? Yeah, you get weird cravings. Mm. Like I'll, that was my day. That's my one where I've missed it. But yeah. other than that, I've been good. Like I haven't been like, mm, I'm really missing a nice glass yeah. of wine. But I wanted to brunch. Okay, hard. that's good. Yeah, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about that. Okay, good. Yeah. So you'll do sushi or maybe a cooked version of something. Yeah, so we'll figure know, it out. Happy Valentine, and hopefully Jared gets flowers. So if he listens to this, you know, take a hint, buddy. Jared, it's a big. It's the last Valentine's Day we'll have together. It's just the two of us. So why don't you do? Why don't you hook me up a little bit? I'm telling you, get me some flowers. Yeah, exactly. but I'm definitely not going to Vicky C, Vicky C's to go buy some laundry. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that ain't happening. If Jer thinks or adoreme.com or whatever these fucking episodes, like commercials we're seeing right now are to go get your holiday lingerie, Stop. it ain't happening. He can count that out. I don't think I've ever bought lingerie for ho- for like Valentine's I Day. I haven't for a holiday. I think it's fun for yeah. non-hot, like totally agree. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But for like Valentine's Day, do I need a red outfit? No. I don't think so. Yeah, no. And if you do, God bless you well, yeah, oh you're yeah you're a better woman than me keep it spicy but it's you know yeah i don't know if you need to be on melon i don't know if it has to have hearts on it right and when's the last time you've been to a victoria's secret oh i was thinking that the other day because i actually need new underwear do you like i let my underwear ride until there's no crotch left so <laughs> they ride no like riding dirty no like riding real dirty like so i'm 40 years old and my mom will still come help me like clean out my closet maybe once a year or something. Yeah. And the things <laughs> I've had, she's like, are you serious? There'll literally be like a giant hole in my underwear and I'll be like, mm, they're fine. Oh, they'll make it. I know. No, I have not been to Victoria's Secret in years. Years. I don't shop not, yet. Not that I'm like mad at it, just years. Yeah. I just am like, I don't need a, like a lime green thong and 20 of them for 10 for like 35 exactly. or whatever you're right I've upped we've upped the underwear game yeah well we'll keep sorta, it for yeah. years yeah well, I'll keep it for years but I've upped the game yeah that's for sure but we're I mean we're talking about all these things because of our big announcement I mean it's happening this month yes it's Let's literally happening talk all about it let's talk galentines galentines talk Galentine's. Let's talk about Galentine's. Because if you ain't coming, you a loser. <laughs> so you need to get your tickets. We are so pumped. We are doing our first live in-person event. So we are not going to give everything away, but it is going to be an amazing chance to network with other women in Philadelphia. Truly, it is so exciting that we're doing this. We're also going to do a live podcast component plus... It is going to be at Kin Boutique, and you know Lauren and I cannot say enough. With the ticket, you get 20% off of all of your purchases at Kin. Shopping! It's going to be wild. Like, that alone is worth the ticket. Yeah. Sign up. Bring your go-to girl. It's just going to be such a good time being able to see people in person. It's just going to be great. 
the conversation's going to be spicy. The go-to girls after dark. Yeah. We're going to get real. It's, we're going to have an amazing night together. It's going to be spicy. You guys are all going to have cocktails. I'm going to have water. Right. Um, you're going to have water. But you know what? I think I'm going to drink during the... Yeah, absolutely. See, you're gonna drink. What are you no, not going to have a no, drink? No, you know those... No, I'm not going to be blackout, but no. what are those videos where like Kylie and Chloe get get ready drunk? Like they do their makeup when they're drinking. Yeah. The, those YouTube videos have like a million bajillion I, I think our I think our best episodes are when we're a little tipsy. Yeah. I Except for the one where we were sauced oh, we and bad. we were like rambling. Oh, that was bad. I won't even tell you which ref, which episode of reference. No, we won't tell you, but you'll know. It wasn't very Yeah. I mean, we were definitely like sleuthy. <laughs> but <laughs> we will. I will have cocktails while we record. It's yeah. It's going to be so fun. Listen, it is all about women coming together, yes. helping you to build your network in Philadelphia, meeting some other f- badass women that are part of the go-to girl community, and you bring your go-to girl. So the whole thing is buy your ticket, bring your go-to girl, have a fun night out with your gal pal, meet other amazing gal pals, and like hang out with us. We're so excited. It's going to be great. And plus, just like Lauren said, you know it's going to be such a fun environment because everyone's already a built-in friend. They listen to the podcast. They're friends with us. That's building your network. You know you are going to love these women. There's clothes. There's cocktails. We might have some special guest appearances. And it's going to be Go to girls after dark. We're gonna get, like Lauren said, a little spicy. Like you're gonna want to be there for the live podcast. Yeah, you're gonna want a spicy. Podcast. We're just saying. Yeah. So we're so excited. Can't wait to see you all. And kind of on tonight's episode, we're talking about a really important topic that I think is so crucial, especially for me being newer to my role. Right. And then for all of us out there who are starting to go back to office or are still in this hell virtual world that we're living in with Omicron, go F yourself. Right. And everyone being sick, but... Right up the ass. Um, <laughs> tonight we're, I'm sorry. Right up the ass. <laughs> tonight, we are talking about the art of being a great coworker and the importance of being a great coworker, the little things that you can do to make a difference in your day-to-day relationship. And we're going to give you 13 tips and tricks that you can walk away with on this episode to really start to think about with your relationships at work. 13 hot tips and tricks. And Lauren and I thought this was such a good topic because at least for me, I am very apt to walk into a situation and say, well, they didn't do this or they didn't do this or she's treated me like this. This turns the table. How can we, these are 13 things you can do right now, actionable steps to be a colleague people want to work with. So. Lego. Tip number one. Lego. Express appreciation and acknowledge people. So when we talk about acknowledgement, people many times feel underappreciated in the workplace, and it does not matter if you are a manager or if you are a peer, little arenas, celebrations, aspects of recognition make a huge difference. And yes, that can relate to work. Lauren, amazing presentation. Your public speaking was phenomenal. Like dropping someone a line like that after they've presented to a huge meeting literally makes their day. No one gets feedback on things like that. Or I see you doing that work. Thank you for bringing that to the organization. That's one part of acknowledgement. Reaching out. How many times we talk about this all the time? 
I sort of equate it to if I see a woman in the bathroom in a non-creepy way and say, I love her shoes. Mm -hmm. I'll say, I love your shoes. When someone does that to me, it literally puts me on a high for the entire day. Like say it. The other aspect though, not even related to work, recognize people's personal lives. For instance, I had a coworker who sent out a request for donations. She did a hike, like this 20 something mile hike to raise funds for cancer patients. Mm. And I donated and it made a really cool bond between us. She realized that, recognized that, said thank you. Like it got us talking about things outside of work. I think it's also important when someone is helping to benefit you or doing something to help you be successful to recognize how much you appreciate what they did for you in that moment. So if someone is helping you with a project or someone's helping you on assignment and what they did really contributed to your success, make sure you go out of your way to thank them and really show the recognition for what they did and how you value their time and how they kind of contributed to your success. People remember those little things they care and people remember how you made them feel. Now, I know that's some Maya Angelou quote back in there that I'm going to butcher, but they do. Little things are big things at work. So that's tip number one. Two, ladies, respond to emails or calls promptly. Don't be an asshole. If someone is reaching out to you because they need something from you or you're working on a project together or you're doing a specific delivery, be very specific in your email, kind of what the expectation is from a timeline perspective around when you need an answer. If you're getting quickly back to a client and if you're on the other end of this receiving email, make sure you let the person know, hey, I've just received your email. I really appreciate it. Just want to let you know I'm completely slammed today on this client project or this work internal. I will make sure to get back to you by this evening or first thing tomorrow. Just set expectations for when you're responding. Just don't ghost the person. There's nothing worse than being ghosted. Exactly. And I think a lesson I learned recently is I had a talk with my boss and you also need to recognize the culture. Mm. He said, Jill, you're great. You're responding to emails very quickly, but almost too quickly. Meaning there's so many emails now in our chain. It's Mm. hard to know what to prioritize. So he said, listen, Our department really utilizes teams Mm. and IMs. So also understand that culture and respect it. So start using those other forms of communication, a Slack channel, whatever the norm is, try to get your answer that way as well. And don't buck the system. It'll make a difference and you'll get faster responses. I think it's also really important when you are starting to work with the team, whether it's an internal team or an external client that you're working with to set expectations around how to communicate. Do you want to do it via phone? Yes. Are you better on text? If it's an emergency, how do you get a hold of that person? Would you rather communicate in Slack? Would you rather do it through email? Setting expectations around communication style and how to best communicate will just set your team up to have really successful deliveries. Absolutely. And we all know that emails can go in circles. My rule for myself is if I am on the third email back and forth about something, I'm picking up up the phone. It doesn't make sense. No one uses the telly anymore. No one does. And honestly, I was on a call today with one of our site managers from Israel and she acted as if I gave her a million dollars that we could actually do a call. And I was like, I prefer this. It gets so much more done. done. Yeah. So do do that. Love it. Tip number three. And this is a huge one. Steer clear of gossip. So we're not saying that in that you don't know what's going on in other people's lives or you don't care about them. It is good. We always say, find out people's children's names, their husband's names, their dog, what's important to them. But 
Do not engage in petty office BS because it will come back to bite you in the ass. Have you ever been a culprit of that? I was a huge culprit of that when I was younger. Yeah. I I wanted to be in. It was. I wanted to be part of the water cooler. But it comes back and it looks so unprofessional. It is the best thing I've ever learned is to stay out of the bowl. Like, and being remote has really helped that because you're kind of away from all of it and you kind of surround yourself with what you do. But let me tell you, one, it's toxic. And two, it does, it benefits your career in no way. If you get caught up in that shit, it's like, it's deadly to your career. And there's a quote I will butcher again, but I really do abide by it that uninteresting people talk about other people. Interesting people talk about vision and ideas. Mm -hmm. Like you just look so petty if you're caught up in that. And especially supervisors or managers, if they get wind of it, they just look at you like a little kid. It's it's, like, we don't have time for this. Yeah. It just knocks you right off. And the other thing I will add to this is I do think it comes with maturity, but you can walk away from that water cooler talk. You can say, I have a phone call. You you can get out of it. You don't have to take part in it. Like it's not high school. It's not peer pressure anymore. Amen. Amen. Number four. You know it. Oh, wait. Um, good church. I need to just add this little act because oh, okay. my girlfriend's getting, one of my best friends is getting married and she picked out her church hymn songs. And okay. I just think it's so important. Please tell me. Because so many people really appreciated it. <laughs> but she brought up one of the hymns that she's using is Blessed Are They. Oh, Blessed are they, the poor in spirit. Theirs is the king. And I was just like, I now classic. I know what you're talking about. Classic. Theirs is the kingdom of, of God. God. Blessed are they. And I was just like, what an amazing throwback hymn that I have not heard in a very long time. That Shout out so to Blessed true. Are They. That is so true. So for all of you who enjoy us when we sing church hymns and reminisce, because the amount of DMs we got on certain church hymns was just amazing. Well, I will say on a side oh. note, I will continue to sing church hymns, but after the Pope came out with his recent edict that people who choose not to have children are selfish, did you hear all about that? No. He came out with a statement that people who choose not to have children, and he was referring to people who are married, like in a couple, but, they choose- but choose to have pets, are being very selfish in the eyes of God. And that is a reason number 5,634. Not join the Catholic Church. Why I have major issues. Yep. The Catholic Church, we could and do- And we are in- both Catholic. We which, are. Yeah. I'm raised Catholic. I went yeah. to, we went to Catholic oh, school. years. Years. We wore- Penny loafers and yep. and squirts. Saddle, so let me tell you, shoes. the Catholic Church just makes some wild, says some wild, wild shit, and does some wild, wild shit. Like I saw a meme go around that compared him to. Remember the movie Clueless? Yeah, where Brittany Murphy was like, "You're a virgin and you can't even drive." <laughs> I was like, mm, "Actually, it's pretty." Yeah, to the Pope. <laughs> to, the po- to the Pope. Anyways, bless are they. Back <laughs> to our tip number four. Just wanted to throw that one in there. We'll have an entire episode on the on our feelings towards the Catholic Church, but Absolutely. God bless. And I, I got to dip my, and Jared's not Catholic, and I am. So another question we'll have to ask, hot topic, which this will really throw everyone off, yeah. raise that child in the Catholic Church or not? Right, are you going to baptize? Question. We will, That'll be a whole other segment because I have a lot of theories on that. Yes, so many theories. Okay, number four, be humble, bitches. <laughs> be <laughs> humble. Eat some humble Started pie. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. For example, not you don't need to know everything. And knowing that you don't have all the answers will help your employees and your colleagues and those you work with 
to provide more input. If you have all the answers and come off as the asshole who doesn't take a listen or take the input of the others, it is very unlikely you're going to get the best ideas or be the most successful in your projects because no one is going to speak up. Like, don't Sit be a down. Becky. Like, remember that person in class who always had their hand raised and was, was like, me. I know, I know. I wasn't that girl because I wasn't smart. I wasn't Becky. I was like, um, Michelle, teacher pet Michelle. I like kissed a lot of ass. Interesting. Yeah, like I was student of the month you every were month. Favorite. I just know I was a teacher's favorite, but I just needed I needed that recognition. Like I needed to be because I wasn't smart. I yearned, yearned for student of the month. I yearned to be line leader. I yearned to be a helper. Line leader. I oh yearned God, I to be that. the chalk girl that had yep. to do the erasers. I wanted to be the go-to girl totally. for everything. Oh my God. So I was an ass. But don't forget I love it. tip number four. Be humble. Be humble. I love it. Sit down. Be humble. (laughs) Tip number five, and this is a big one. Avoid annoying office habits. Here's the deal. There's data on this. There have been surveys conducted. We're actually referring to research that is in front of us. In a survey, nearly 29% of participants admitted they find it frustrating when their colleagues are regularly late. Show up to meetings on time. Yeah. If, if the meeting, and I even on Zoom, if it's nine o'clock, show your ass up at 8.50. Or Teams me or Slack me and be like, hey, I'm running right. five minutes behind. My client call is running over. But I, you know the people who are going to be late and you're like, why do I even jump on? They're going to be five to 10 minutes late. It's so annoying. Exactly. Over 20% of people in the survey disliked it when their colleagues failed to replace things that run out, like coffee, printer paper, et cetera. Now, obviously in a remote world, this is a little bit less prevalent, but yeah. I remember like I'll full blown be pissed if I went to the Keurig and someone left their damn pot in there. Like, don't do it. Clean up after yourself. Don't be an ass. Um, And this is a big one in the office. Nearly 21% admitted they have a problem with those who talk too loudly on the phone in the office. that was annoying. Like if you have an open office plan, which I do. Did you have a cube? So in my offices. I was was badass. I had a door. No, a door is huge. Now, no one goes in the office, so you doors can have a, a door. Doors aren't a thing in offices anymore. Right. It's, it's all, all this open, open concept. Open concept. Nonsense. But I will say, um, my company's really good. They have quiet rooms, and uh-huh. I would go in there for every phone call. Plus, whether it's personal or not, I don't want people listening in on my business yeah. and stuff. So just be very, very cognizant of that. Like, go outside, go to somewhere. No one needs to be hearing your stuff. Um, so be considerate of others. And again, look at it from less of an egocentric lens. What are you doing? Be self-aware. Can you be helpful? What are you doing that could be annoying? So that's tip number five. Six, reach out to new teammates. As someone yeah. who has gone through this in the last year, I will tell you the people who reached out to me and provided effort to make me successful during those first few days or weeks on my job, mm-hmm. just welcoming and knowing that I had people to ask questions to that weren't going to judge me and help me walk through the process meant the world of difference, whether I was going to stay at that job or go and find something else. Like the culture and community that they created those those employees by welcoming me just made a world of difference so don't ever forget that if you're bringing on newbies of how much of an impact you can make in their day-to-day because of how overwhelmed they are and the other thing is i would do anything and bend over backwards for those employees who helped me out in my beginning stages like i'm so appreciative of them that i would do anything to help support them now that we're working together and i'm on projects with them that is huge don't forget about the newbies it's 
so important. And remember, even if they're not directly working with you, say they're in another department, they would be thrilled if you said, let's get a coffee or set up a one-on-one phone call with Don't them. Don't forget about the one-on-one. So important. One-on-ones are important, but at least in my company, what they'll do is they'll send out an email with a headshot, welcome mm-hmm. so-and-so. I reply to that or forward that to yep. the person and say, so excited to have you. Welcome. Yep, so excited. Same. If this is what I do, yep. if you need anything, to Lauren's point, that alone is you're setting yourself apart from 99% of your coworkers. I will tell you, we have our new executive assistant and Jill and I always talk about uh, this. They are the best gatekeeper. Friend. They are the gatekeeper for everything. Yep. New executive assistant just joined the team. In her first week, I was the only one to set up a 30 minute intro call with her. In the body of the invite, I put my name, what my role was. Um, kind of how we work together. And then the entire purpose of the call was just, where did you move? Where was your old job? What are you doing? She was like, Lauren, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you reaching out to me. Um, It's so nice to meet someone else on the team because other than like my intern meeting stuff, I really haven't met anybody. And we just shot the shit for a half hour. That person will bend over backwards Mm -hmm. to help me moving forward all because of just spending that 30 minutes. And I would, just knowing her more, I'm going to need her big time to help me be successful. Yeah. Yeah, gatekeepers, huge, huge. So piggybacking off of that, tip number seven is share your resources. And I cannot tell you how much of a difference this has made with me in my job. Things that you might think are simple or that you've been doing it this way for the longest time. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding you. I clean a lot of data and have to look up a lot of analytics in my job. I had a coworker show me how to search for things in PDF version. Mm. I just didn't know how to do it. It literally saved, I'm not kidding, hours. Or days, yeah. I had my executive assistant. Well, she's not mine. She's my boss's. But we have a good relationship. We were talking one day. She's like, what do you mean you don't have two monitors? What do you mean? And again, to Lauren's point, when I go in the office, she'll be like, oh, I'll set you up in this office. Mm -hmm. This is the good one. Mm -hmm. You need people and those resources. And don't be afraid to ask, but also if you are the more senior person or you've been there longer, share like, hey, this is a PowerPoint template. This is how we do our decks. Or, you know, normally I wouldn't waste a lot of time on that. I came into my job. I don't know how they do anything. Right. So it's a learning curve and just sharing your resources is huge. 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 Yeah. Can't say that enough. Eight, be respectful of people's time. This is a little bit of a repeat. We already talked about this. If you're going to be late, tell somebody you're going to be late. Don't be an asshole and don't show up late. Or if you are, just explain why you're going to be. The other thing about this one um, that I would like to say, when you are setting meetings, especially in a virtual world, again, the three Ps. What is the purpose of the meeting? What's Mm -hmm. the process for the meeting? And what's the payoff? If you can't identify what the three Ps are when you're going into a meeting, whether it's virtual or in person, you shouldn't be having having it. Make sure you are respectful of people's time. Don't just put time on the calendar to put it on, but really understand. And if a meeting ends early, end the meeting. You don't need to fill the extra seven minutes. Everyone would love the time back. Could not agree more. And I love that Lauren stresses the three Ps. I've started using that and it really works. I'm setting up two teleconferences this week as is normal for me because you have to do it with investigators and doctors when an issue comes up with a patient. Mm. And they have reached out and said they so appreciate, I put all the context, this is what the objective of the meeting is, what I wanna gain from this, and our calls have gone from 30 minutes to 10 minutes, and they could not be happier to get that time back. Amen. It's great. 
Tip number nine, I have a take on this. This is kind of old school, but like bring snacks. Everyone loves food. Here's the deal. I mean, kind of everyone does, but we're in a virtual world. What do I mean by this? Bring snacks to me is this. Um, not for every meeting, but to me, this tip is be kind. If I'm going downstairs to Starbucks and mm. I have a meeting in five minutes with, uh, my boss, not just cause it's my boss, anyone I'll DM them or not DM. I don't Instagram them, whatever. I'll ping them and say, go into Starbucks. Do you want something yeah. like people will again, really respect that. Um, again, it can be anyone just be kind and think of people in, in, in just a different way. Um, you know, the one thing you do want to be careful of that this brings up is I had a coworker who was really, really helpful to me. And remember, go that extra mile. Like I love getting a Starbucks card. Now I'm not saying you need to give people Starbucks card, but we have people's home addresses on file. And I went through my executive assistant and wrote her like a handwritten thank you note. Cause she went above and beyond and mailed it to her home. Mm. Again, if you have that type of company relationship, like that's totally a nice thing to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and the, and the world we live in now with these virtual gift cards, I did the same thing when I was onboarding yep. the people who really went above and beyond to help me in my onboarding process. Exactly. I just sent a $15 Starbucks gift card. You can virtually do it through their email. It sends them the virtual gift card. Totally. And it, made the world difference. People were just like, I can't believe you did that. It was so thought like just do the right things. Yeah. 10. It's okay. Make valuable connections and introductions. Mm -hmm. We talk about this all the time. Who is your network of go-to girls? Who are the people in your network? How can you help connect people? Mm -hmm. Don't just selfishly be looking out for those opportunities for yourself, but how can you maybe find somebody who might be a fit for a new role? How can you make a connection to someone that you have in your network? Building your network, building those connections constantly should be top of mind for you. Completely. And tip number 11, lighten your colleagues' workload when they are out of office. Mm. This will come back to you full circle. How you treat their out of office is how they should and will treat yours. What do I mean by this? Do not CC them on emails at 10 and night or when they don't need to be on there. The other thing is ask them. At least In most of the businesses I know, you need coverage. I can't leave and not yeah. have uh, coverage. Um, and most people are like that for business. You know, talk to the person who's primarily covering you before. Give them maybe a, uh, an Excel sheet or vice versa. Say, okay, what's priority for me to do? Or what can you address when you get back? Like have a meeting before they go out of office if it's going to be a long time or there's a project in the works and really streamline it for them so they don't get back to chaos. Love it. Twelve. This one's a little weird. I don't know how I feel about this one. Create traditions. Um, I have a take on this. Thought, yeah. So the one tradition that we do have in my team, which has been really successful. So I work on project teams for clients. So doing more of consulting work. My internal team that works on it, we have a bunch of different jobs. So we're all supporting that one account to make sure it's successful. What we do bi-monthly is we do a jack-in-the-box virtual game where we literally just block off on one late Thursday afternoon. It's a tradition for us that we just have a fun time where we shut off our in, we shut off our inbox, we shut off our teams, and all we do is just play like a game or two virtually. That's cool. Just to connect as a team. Yeah. It's become a tradition where we do it bi-monthly. We don't talk about work, but it's just time for us to decompress as a team because we're all in different states, don't know each other well. It's a fun way to do it. But I don't know about these creating traditions. I think how I look at this is we have a huge department meeting every two weeks and they've taken, it's 
a three hour meeting. So you need a break in between. And they've started getting different teams and groups to do a breakout activity. Oh, cute. And at first I was like, oh, this is so lame. But you guys, they did one the other day, like post, like bring your dog, like bring your pet to the office and like put them on zoom or post the cutest Mm -hmm. picture. I can't tell you it sounds silly at first, but how many people are like, oh my, like DM you after or message you like, oh my God, your dog's so cute. Or tell me about you. Like it's a way to open lines of communication, like a way for people not to be robots. So like little things like that, where you can just get to know people better. It breaks down so many barriers. Who wouldn't want to look at Tubbs's face? I know. You're a three little angel baby. I know. Angel baby. (laughs) He's Jill. Chilling. Bring us home with our final tip of the night. Tip Number 13, this goes across the board. Listen, 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 really? Listen, <laughs> look, oh, Tubbs is. Listen, Tubbs, listen. Yeah, now he's jumping on me. Be self-aware. I think so many of us automatically say, well, I'm a good listener, but are you really, are you listening just to hear when you can interject your thoughts or are you letting someone vent? Are you actually trying to empathetically absorb their problem or just let them unload. Now, I'm not saying this is an hour session every day with someone, but really start to get good at active listening, understanding someone's point of view that will strengthen relationships and it builds trust. They know they can go to you. I mean, those are our hot tips. I think think the good thing, I do too. The good thing about this episode is I think a lot of times you know, you go into work and it's like uh, external, they're doing this and this. this. I think these tips are really good to start to become self-aware. What can I do to change the course of my day, to change my relationships, to really make me a go-to coworker? I love it. Blessed are they, the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom. You should see Jill's just staring at me right now. She's I'm like, what de- no, we is need wrong with episode. you? On the Catholic Church. Oh, girl, I have so much to say. So much. That could be one of the most controversial episodes we could do. Catholic Church. But we have a lot to say. I mean, I think it would be a good one, though. It would be an interesting one, too. And, like, how are you going to, like, do you have to be raised? Like, are you going to raise, like, your kids one day in the Catholic Church? Interesting question. Frozen eggs at Penn? Yeah. See, I I do have thoughts on that. We we do need a whole episode on it. Blessed are they, everyone. Blessed are you this evening. Guys, (laughs) you know what else you're blessed to do? Go on. Give us a five-star rating. Five. Write us a badass review. They are the best. We read every single one of them that you guys write. We are so appreciative of them. It helps us out big time. You have no idea. So please go on, rate, review, subscribe. Check out the GoTo Girls Podcast at GoToGirlsPodcast.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at GoTo Girls Podcast. Slide into our DMs. What stuff yeah. you want to hear? Who should we be talking to? Who should we be interviewing? We love all the deets. You know it. And most importantly, see you on February 10th. It's happening. February 10th, we will answer any and all questions. So please slide into our DMs if you're having any issues, but tickets are available. We will have the link posted on our social media or message us for any issues. There will also be a link for tickets on the Shopkin Boutique website. So find it there, sign up, bring your go-to girl. It is going to be drinks, booze, live podcasts, special guests, events, and networking. networking. It's going to be so good. Pretzel tray. 
Camp Paravis, oh. but I those little n- niblets. If I can't, that's a great idea. If I can't drink, I'm bringing the pretzel tray because at least I can have the niblets. That's a great idea. I love a good carb right now, so I'll I would eat. I think pretzel tray like insomnia cookies. Oh, all the goods. We'll figure. Out, yeah, we'll have all the and goods. For obviously, you guys. booze, 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 booze. Guys, chug, 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 chug. Ladies of the night, have a blessed day. Thank you for listening. Remember, blessed are they. And don't forget your 13 tips and tricks for not how to, for just not to be an asshole coworker. Right. Be the go-to coworker. Be the go-to coworker. Go follow these tips and tricks. Love it. We will see you soon. See you soon. Bye.